gave you $1,000 today to invest into your real estate business, I want to know exactly what you would do with it. And I know people are listening to this podcast are in different stages of their business. Some are just getting into the business. Some have been in it for a couple of years. Maybe they're on a team. Uh, and some are like you that that own and manage a team. I want to break down this three different ways. $1,000 for a solo agent, new agent, uh, $1,000 for a team agent, and $1,000 for a team owner, broker owner uh, person. How we would spend each of that. And maybe for the team, let's go to the $10,000. Did I spoil it? It's the same answer for all of them. Well, shit. I didn't no, know that. No, don't worry. I'm just messing with you. I was like, well, that's, that's that. <laughs> this will be a short episode. It's totally cool. Yeah, just one sentence at the end. Now, this is a, a fun one because we get asked this question a lot from people um, that are either just getting in the industry or just you know going from solo to team agent or team member or team leader, all these different things. And so there's, there is some, uh, some range in how you would spend that money. So I'm, I'm excited to tackle this one. So it'll be good. Good. Cool. Let's go. All right. Well, welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty here in San Diego. I'm Brian Kochi, Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. And the goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go out there and crush it in your business. The way that we typically like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. So if you ever have a question you want to have answered on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com, thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there. Subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel. Join our Facebook private group and email newsletter where we share a lot of tips and tricks, get on our referral list. So for all the people that are leaving California, I think I assigned 15 last week, outbound Jeez. referrals. Um, so, um, you know, there's a few people leaving. We talk about the, there's like the five D's of real yeah. estate, like death, divorce, disease, disaster, default, and then military markets, you have deployment. And then in California, we have don't like Democrats. So it's <laughs> an extra D that we have here in yeah. California. So uh, if you guys want to get dialed in on that, or if you want to learn more about our content creation course called the Media Mayor Mastermind, all of that stuff is at thewhistleway.com. All right, let's roll. All right, Kyle. So you're a new agent, an agent in the business less than two years, let's say. Um, you're by yourself. Uh, you, you, you're with a brokerage, but you don't have a lot of support. You don't have a mentor, right? Um, solo agent. Uh, you're not on a team. Your your brother-in-law gives you a $1,000 and says, hey, I I know you're working hard. I want you to invest this into your business. Yeah. What do you do with that thousand dollars? Well, I would honestly say two years in the business. You're like a veteran. People turn and burn so quick in this business. So um, I'm gonna go with a brand new agent. Okay. Like you just got. Let's go two months. Two months. Okay. Two years. You're kind of like a grizzled vet in real estate. A lot of people don't make it that long. Like let's That's be true. real. All right. A lot of people do not make it two years. Most right. don't even make it a year. So. I'm going to go two months. Two months in. Okay. Like you just got licensed. You just learned what a CRM is. Like you're just, just barely, barely, barely getting up and running. So I'm going to make a few assumptions here. One, I'm going to assume you with the brokerage that provides you a CRM, provides you some of the basic tools to be successful. Um, if your brokerage doesn't, that should be a problem. Every reputable brokerage out there provides some sort of a CRM, whether it's one that they own or one that they've partnered with. All the big brokerages do that. So if you're not with one of those, uh, you might want to reconsider where you're at. Just my personal opinion. Um, yeah, because that, that can be your thousand bucks in a month pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can blow that really fast and you shouldn't be blowing it on that when you're brand new. Um, so this one costs no dollars, but Ooh. it's figure out how to use the CRM that you're being provided. Again, I don't care if it's the, you don't need the same CRM that I use or, or that any of my colleagues. Yeah, I mean, we use Follow Boss, we love it. Just because we use it doesn't mean you need to use it or you don't need to use what Dan Beer uses or what anybody else uses. Like, 
just start if you're brand new with whatever your brokerage provides start with that because it's free and you're probably balling on a budget if you're new so start with whatever it is that your brokerage provides or your team provides if you're on a team start with that but actually make a commitment to understand how to use it and how to set it up and, and do all the things like i've had so many people come to me over the years and be like oh this crm sucks it's like well how much time have you put into understanding how to use it and taking the trainings and asking questions. Well, I haven't. Then you suck. The CRM doesn't suck. You suck, right? The CRMs are garbage in, garbage out. If That's you almost a direct quote from Cheplak from this yeah. last weekend. <laughs> the <laughs> leads don't suck. You suck. If you don't put any time into understanding the system, how do you expect the system to work? Like, come on, you gotta, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. And if you don't put anything into it, you're going to get nothing out of it. So uh, I want to lay the, the framework with that. So then beyond that, if I was brand new, I'm thinking about like what where am I going to get some business going? Because when you're new, you it's hard to think long-term. You're, you're thinking short-term. You just need to get some deals flowing. The fastest way, in my opinion, to get deals flowing if I'm brand new is I'm investing in open house signs. Like hands down, I am investing. Like that is going to become a pillar of our business. I checked our team has already done like 55 open house deals um, in the last six months. Like it's crazy. So yeah, which like, is what, 20, 30% of our business? Yeah, like we're doing a massive amount of deals from open house. So I'm a huge fan of them. So what would I be investing in? I would be buying, I would be buying signs for my open houses. I would be buying frames for my open houses. I would be buying flags for my open houses. Like I would be buying all that. Don't take, don't go to Home Depot and buy like the $5 signs that just say open house. Like I'm investing in signs that have my company name on them. They have my name on them. They have my, you know, contact. Like it's, it's my sign. It says open house with it an says arrow. It open house. It's a custom design sign to brand me and my, my team, my brokerage, whatever the case may be. Like that's, you, you got to invest in good signs. Um, and then I'm using A-frames. Like don't go buy those little wire stakes that are like, 30 cents and they last 30 seconds. The second you put your foot down on one, it just collapses into pieces. Like buy actual A-frames. Like when you get the A-frames, also get a flag to go on the A-frame because A-frames sit two feet off the ground. People's eye level is, is like four feet off the ground. So you get a flag that now comes up two additional feet. So now you have a flag that's at eye level with a sign. It grabs a lot more attention. Plus if there's any sort of wind, it, you know, the flag is, is waving in the wind and you're getting more attention on it. Um, I also like having some stakes in addition to signs when I buy the stakes. Again, I'm not buying the cheap little 30 cent ones. I'm buying the ones that are like 10 bucks. They're, we call them Diablo stakes. They have a base on them that's thick, right? Like I can actually jump on it to push it into the ground. So if it's hard ground, I can get the stake into the ground. Um, and I would be buying a significant quantity of signs. I'm talking 50 signs, right? 50 signs plus stakes plus A frames plus flags. Like, you probably would spend about a thousand bucks if I'll you say, bought yeah. 50 of them. That's probably your budget right there. Yeah. And you know, you might buy a few like little accessories like for your open houses um, to make sure that like when people show up, you have like it, it, everything looks nice. Um, so you, you know, want to have an iPad that you can sign people in on. Um, maybe you want to um, have some pre-printed materials like buyer guides, seller guides, stuff like that. But I think you could do all of that within a thousand dollar budget. Um, you know, when it comes to signing people in, like you don't need the the brand new iPad Pro that's a thousand bucks. Like when I was doing open houses, my iPads, they were like 16 gig iPads. They had to be, you know, five, 10 years old. So you could go buy an iPad, find your old iPad. You stopped using it still works for all these open house sign in apps. So 
um, I'd just be going hard on open houses because with open houses, they give you an excuse to do so much. Not only is there the actual open house itself where you're meeting people face to face, shaking hands, kissing babies and getting to know everybody in the neighborhood, but you're also getting an opportunity to door knock around your open house. You're getting an opportunity to call around your open house. You're getting an opportunity to post social media content around your open house. You're getting an opportunity to put your signs up all around the neighborhood. Um, so that people could see your name and your brand over and over and over again. Then you're doing the actual open house. Like you're doing all these things and you get to reuse those signs over and over and over and over again. The signs I use, I've probably had for three, four years. So it's At like, least. it's a long-term investment. It's not something you're going to do one time. This is something that it's super important. And if I was brand new, I'd be doing three, four open houses a week. Yeah. It's funny. We just finished our, uh, fast forward conference a couple of days ago. And one of the speakers, Sean Glutch, went up there and said, hey, if I was a brand new agent, or he didn't even say if I was a brand new agent, but he said, if you do this, you will get two more escrows a month, basically guaranteed. And he said, do over the next 30 days, do 30 open houses <laughs> and and sit vacant open houses and and do all that. And so I love that. Yeah. I mean, one of our top agents probably sold more homes for Whistle Realty Group than anybody is Steve, he his first like two months with the company, he sat at the same bank owned foreclosed house and held it open every single day. And he just used that house as his office. So he would just show up, put some signs out, work from there. He'd get a couple people come through the house every day, but a couple people plus a couple people plus a couple people plus, you know, before you knew it, he had multiple deals rolling, even though it was the same freaking house every single day, five days a week. And that's so again, you gotta do you gotta work from somewhere. And so I mean, now you don't have the overhead of an office. You just work at a, a vacant listing. House, yeah. It's it's awesome. I love that. Um, cool. That was really good. Yeah. Should we do more? I guess. All right. So now uh, you're a seasoned veteran, you know, six months in the business. Uh, no, let's just say a couple of years in the business. You're on a team. The, okay. the team already provides you with open house sign, assuming, right? Yeah. I know our team does here in San Diego. Um, Do you know, we have, like, we just ordered like 200 more signs. We now have like 5,000 signs out know between all of our agents. I know it stresses Aaron out, but the more it goes out, the less we have to store, which is great. So we love getting them out. Um, But you're on a team. They provide open house signs. They provide Diablo stakes and A-frames and flags. So you don't need to spend any money on that. They provide a CRM. Um, What do you spend your $1,000 on? Coffee. Uh, All right. Well, that's a lot of Keurig. Uh, (laughs) All right. Tell me more. I would spend it and I would make a goal to go on a hundred coffee appointments within. Well, that's, I figure it's about $10 every time I go get two coffees at, you know, whatever coffee shop. So it's 10 bucks every time I go. And therefore I could do it a hundred times with a thousand dollars. Okay. So I would just make, because the the beauty of being on a team is you don't really have expenses, Mm -hmm. right? Like our agents, their only expenses is like, pay their, their dues to the, you know, the association of realtors and fuel for their vehicle or electricity for their vehicle. Like that's about it, right? They don't really have a whole lot of expenses. So the good part of being on a team is that, um, you know, people are like, Oh, the split's low. Yeah. But you don't have any expenses. Like your profit when you close a deal is a hundred percent, like whatever the, the check is that hits your account, it's typically a hundred or very close to a hundred percent. You don't have any of the expenses. So it's actually harder to think of where you would spend the money, but where I would spend it is I would set a goal to go on a hundred coffee appointments. Okay. And who would you go on these coffee appointments with? Anybody who will sit down with me. 
ideally, I'm going to go with people that have some intention of buying or selling or investing. I would say there's, there's a homeless dude over here. I guarantee you will sit with you every day. And he knows everybody in the neighborhood, though. <laughs> he watches them walk by every day. That's true. So, you know, like I would make a goal to go on 100 coffee appointments. Um, that would be my goal. And now there would be some of those repeats, like all of my past clients, my sphere, that kind of stuff. Like I'm going to try to go on a quarterly with them. So I'm going to try to go on a quarterly copy with all of those people, the people that are in my sphere, my past clients, people that are likely to refer, you know, my A type people. Um, those I'd probably hit like on a quarterly basis, but I would use it as an opportunity and just set a goal. Like that's probably once a week, like at a minimum, maybe twice a week. You could do it in a year, right? Think realistically. If your goal was to go on 100 coffee appointments, there's 52 weeks in a year. You take a couple of vacations mixed in there. So there's 50 weeks left over. You do two a week. There's your 100 appointments and your 1,000 bucks. But think about what would happen if you got in front of, and obviously you're going to go on some of these, you know, two, three, four times. So over the course of the year, you're probably meeting with like 60 different people. Like you're telling me if I could sit down and have coffee with 60 different people over the course of a year, I guarantee you I'm doing a ton of business from that. So that's what I would be doing. Past clients, sphere, referral partners. I'm going on two coffee meetings a week for a year. And that's how I'm going to spend my thousand bucks. And if uh, you want your money back, then you meet, you have a coffee appointment in the morning where you pay for your, you know, your neighbor's coffee. And then you have a lender take you to lunch in the afternoon and they'll pay for your lunch and you'll be covered. <laughs> well, then you build up some like bonus points with the coffee program. I mm -hmm. didn't know they had that on the Starbucks app. So I was like, Kyle, you're like 10,000 stars. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> then, then my next like 50 coffees were free. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> it's also probably a problem when you have that many stars. Probably. Yeah. I think they're going to let you own a franchise pretty soon. <laughs> so you could do more than 100 because you're going to accumulate some free coffees That's along funny. the way. But the, just to have the ability to sit down with that many people and just have conversation like that's how real estate is. It's a relationship business. It's not a transaction business, it's a relationship business. And the more I can build and or strengthen those relationships over coffees, um, I don't know if there's a better way to spend that money. Cool. Um, finally, let's go. If you're a team owner, broker owner, um, and let's up this to $10,000. You okay. got ten thousand dollars to spend. I could do it with a thousand. Okay, well, um, okay, let's do it a thousand. I also want oh, to we'll go a thousand, and then we'll yeah. go two layers on this. Let's do so, a bonus. Um, because this, obviously, all these team owners are, are rich as hell right now, and they just want to spend their I'm money. Fucking broke right now. <laughs> um, yeah, you. I'm talking to you. It's okay. I'm broke too. It's fine. It was a rough year for everybody. Um, all right. So my one of my coaches. This was one of the most impactful things I, I ever had a coach say to me, and. We went through this little exercise. He said, "Is Dan Greaves out of a uh, Florida? Love the guy. Um, always remember this conversation because it was really impactful for me." And, and he asked me, "He was like, hey, Kyle, how many um, conferences or events did you go to last year to learn how to generate leads, convert leads, sell more homes?" And I gave him some number. Let's just say it was ten. I don't remember, but it was around ten. All right, cool. How many days on average were those events that you went to? Two. Okay. And how much money did you spend going to those events? And it was like, well, probably about a thousand dollars average per event. That's the alcohol bill, right? That was just the first <laughs> just night. <kidding>. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, we, we ran through that, right? So we we're like, all right, 10 events, two days a piece. So that's 20 days. Um, and then you spent a thousand dollars per event. Um, so there's $10,000. It was like, okay, cool. Got it. So next question. 
how many events did you go to last year to learn how to be a better leader? Well, uh, well, I, I mean, went to a panel about <laughs> there was like a session on leadership at one of the events. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and then he was like, how many books have you read about how to be a better leader? Right. How many podcasts have you listened to about how to be a better leader? And I was like, damn, like that was that series of questions had a pretty big impact on me. It made me realize like I'm spending so much time trying to figure out how to sell more homes that I'm not spending enough time on how to be a better leader. And that was like a really, really impactful thing for me. So if it was a thousand dollars that I had to spend, I would think about how could I invest that thousand dollars to level up my leadership skills? Because at the point that you become a team leader, now obviously I know some of you guys are as a team leader, you're still in production. Some of you guys are not, um, but I'm going to assume you either are not in production or you have a desire to get out of production as a team leader so that you just want to lead a team and be the best leader possible. So I would think about how could I invest that money to level up my leadership skills? So at a thousand dollars, that's potentially one conference. Um, I don't know that that's, that would be the best. I would just figure out um, what are the different podcasts that I need to need to subscribe to that are about leadership. I would think about what are the books that I need to read um, to learn about leadership. And I would and think about like what kind of courses there's like online courses that I could do to learn more about being a better leader. So if I had a thousand dollars and I was a team leader and I could invest in one thing, it would be learning how to level up my skills as a leader. Very cool. Yeah. Do you have any of the the books or podcasts or conferences off the top of your head that you can? Yeah, um, twenty one irrefutable laws of leadership is a is a fantastic like that's like the fundamental book around leadership. Um, so I would look at that, and then I would just start following different leaders in the industries that and in, that you respect, and following them and watching what they do and observing what they do. Um, and then I've done a lot of Darren Hardy stuff. Like Darren Hardy's a fantastic um, coach when it comes to leadership. So those would be a couple off the top of my head. Is it a book or is it just kind of a, a theory? The extreme ownership is that uh, where everything that would be a book that would be on my list. For is sure. that a book? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I know you've listened Jocko to Jocko Willink. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a fantastic one. Um, just to understand, like, when it, right? It's not. It's not your fault. It's not Tom's fault. It's not Lisa's fault. It's my fault. Everything is my fault. Like the sooner I just accept everything is my fault, life gets so much easier. Also, the sooner you accept everybody in life is stupid. That should be the title of my book. Um, the sooner you accept that everybody in life is stupid, like life just gets a lot easier. Like when you just set the bar really low for everybody in life, it's life just becomes more fun when everybody like exceeds that bar. Um, so that's just a little thing that I've learned. <laughs> I don't like that title, but I wrote it down. <laughs> I'm going to buy their domain, so you, you'd have to buy it from me. Um, all right. And let's uh, finish it off here uh, before we go into our Whistle Widget of the Week. 10000 bucks. 10000 bucks. I would say Darren Hardy's Business Masterclass. Um, I would say that that was one of the most... Um, uh, that is my favorite event I've ever done. Um, it was literally... It's like getting an MBA and running a business um, in... What was it? Three days? Like... It was so insane. It was so impactful. I learned so much, got so many strategies and, and really set me up to be a better business owner and a better leader um, just by investing three days. And I think it cost around 10,000 bucks. So um, that would be like, if I could spend 10, I would spend it on taking that course. Very cool. Yeah. And I mean, I've been to 
hundreds of events over the years. Like that event was head and shoulders better than any other event I've ever attended. Very cool. That's all I got yeah. for you. And if you want to register, let me know. There's a, I'm sure there's probably a referral program. <laughs> I think he gave away like a, his Maserati last one, whoever like referred the most people. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing this for referrals. It was that good. But I, if I can get a Maserati in the process, sure. Yeah. I don't know if you can see me driving a Maserati. But, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> not for long. Not exactly my style, but <laughs> cool. Um, so there you go. Was cool. That, was that good? So yeah, solo agent, um, open house signs. Yes. Focus on that. Dial and add in deep. If you're on a team, uh, take people out to coffee. Hundred coffee meetings in a year. Hundred coffee meetings, and then um, if you're a team owner, it's all about leadership skills. How do you level up your leadership skills? Whether it be within real estate or outside of real estate, leadership is leadership. Um, leveling up your leadership is is the way you're going to uh, recruit, retrain, retain. Uh, it's going to make your team a better place to be. Yeah. Cool. Great job, dude. Thank you. I'm glad it wasn't uh, open house signs. The end. I'm glad it wasn't that, uh, (laughs) that podcast today. Yeah. Not everybody wants to do that, but when you're getting up and running, if you're not willing to do open houses, this this might be tough for you. hundred percent. Cool. Yeah. And there's no inventory right now too. Like we're, we're here in, um, you know, early 2023, like, there's no inventory and there's no inventory coming. So the inventory that you hold open, the traffic is going to just continue to be amazing because there's tons of buyers and there's no homes for them to buy. So the few homes there are, you know, we're starting to see 20, 30 groups through open houses um, a lot of times on fresh listings right now. But even if you have four or five or six groups come in, yeah. which typically not phenomenal for people, that's not phenomenal, but Compare that to, but if you th- do these are people four that have- open houses a week times 52 weeks, you're doing 200 open houses and you get four or five groups through each one. Like that's 800, a thousand people that have some intent on real estate, right? Like they got in the car or walked down the street to walk in the house. Like whether they're thinking about buying, selling, investing, there's some interest in real estate. Like if I could have that many people in my database and then I do that for a couple of years and then I start taking them all out for coffee after that right with the next thousand dollars like where does that where does that put you yeah four or five and, years from and now? again four or five groups compare that to four or five zillow leads um that that's costing we we did a survey at a recent event and you know people are spending 500 to a thousand bucks on average for one connection yet you could do an open house and you could have you know four or five groups come through like that might be four or five grand yeah. so if you, if you start to reframe your brain to think about it that way like oh okay this actually makes a lot more sense yeah, that thousand dollars gets you a lot farther with open house signs. Yeah, so very cool. Awesome. Well, hopefully you guys got some value out of the show today. If you did, um, if you are listening on a podcast platform, if you could hook us up with a review, those mean the world to us. They're really hard to get reviews on there. Um, so if you could do that, it would mean a lot to us. And if you're um, watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. Um, let YouTube know you're enjoying the content. If you want more of it, hit the subscribe button, the little notification bell, so you get notified every time we drop a new episode. And if you have questions on anything we talked about, throw them in the comment section. Brian and I personally respond to everything that goes in there. Uh, before we wrap up today, one of the things we like to do is uh, talk about our whistle widget of the week. This is something we utilize in our business that saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got, Brian? Mine, I I am going down a rabbit hole of chat GPT, of different websites, of different uh, Chrome extensions, all sorts of things. Um, the thing I'm playing around with right now that I just used it this morning, it worked pretty well, um, is... A, 
a website where you can put a link to a YouTube video and it, and you submit it. It takes 10 to 20 seconds and then they'll give you a breakdown of what the what the video is about. It's okay. Um, I, I think it's fairly new and I think they're going to continue to update it. Um, but it's it's great if you're like, hey, is this what I want to watch? You know, the thumbnail, I, I'm not sure. The title, I'm not sure. Let me make sure that this is the video I want to watch. Or for for like our team, where it's like, hey, can you find that video where I talked about this? Ah, it's one of these five videos. I can just throw it in there really quick and say, oh, yep, it, it was in this meeting where we talked about this. Um, it's called Tube tldr.com tldr in in internet speak is too long didn't read so tube tldr.com you paste the link it gives you a description uh if you don't like it quite you can hit regenerate and i found the second one worked a little bit better for me um but it's a great fun little tool to uh give at least a, a better understanding of what the the youtube video is about i like it um, the one that I'm going to talk about, I've probably talked about before, but I'm going to talk about using it in a different manner. Um, one of the things that I'm a stickler for is using proper grammar um, in communication. I think it's very important as a business person that you um, can use. You don't need to speak at an extremely high level. You just need to use proper grammar um, because I think clients are judging you absolutely on that. And if you have poor grammar, they question if you can't get a sentence properly. How are you going to get a contract properly and, and sell me a home properly? So I'm a big fan of having proper grammar. And um, so one of the ways to do that, there's a system called Grammarly, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, um, which you can have that embedded onto your computer. And it's automatically telling you, like as you're typing emails and stuff, it's suggesting how you can make it better. But they have a keyboard um, that you can add on your phone. Um, for sure, have it on iPhone, probably Android. You guys will get it in a few years from now. Um, but as you're typing, it's it's letting you know where you have room to make improvement in your text messages and your DMs and all the other things that you're doing from your cell phone so that you can make sure that you're using the best grammar possible when you're having communication with potential clients. And so just adding the Grammarly keyboard onto your phone um, can just make a couple little tweaks to make you just look that much smarter, even if you're really not. The keyboard will do it for you. I never know effect versus effect, never ever. And Grammarly's like, you sure you want to say this? I'm like, I have no clue. I just use a different word entirely every single time. <laughs> Grammarly, as good as it is, and as much as I use it, still can't figure that one out. Uh, good stuff. Cool. Well, hopefully you guys <laughs> got a lot of value today. If you want to stay connected to, um, you can always go to thewhistleway.com or follow me on Instagram at Kyle Whistle at Brian Kochi. Um, with that said, we are done. I'm Kyle Whistle, Whistle Realty Group. Brian Kochi, see you guys next week.